Greetings from all of us here at Saturday Night Live. Christmas to all of yous out there in the land. Happy Holidizzle. Yes. Uh, happy Holidays, J-Rod. I'm offended. Co-host with the most offended. <laughs> Mark it down. No, this is, uh, we're just calling this a little bonus episode. We uh, got a little wild hair. It's not a full episode. Too just, many Christmas movies this year. Yeah. Usually there's just like one. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're going to talk about uh, a couple of movies, and then uh, I'm going to talk about a topic real quick. And, uh, you know, it's just a nice little bonus show that you could maybe throw on during your uh, Christmas holiday, because... Uh, well, you know, it's our gift to you. Yeah, I'm uh, going to try and remember to go in a mini soapbox as well. I just know that, like, for reals, one of the movies that we're going to tell you about, I I legitimately saved a friend of mine $25 in two hours of his life. <laughs> and he was he was like, thank was you. Was it Harold from The Lobster? <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> I wish Harold would never even put himself in that situation. He would not. But, uh, yeah, uh, so we have movies to review. We're going to review uh, Passengers, and uh, we're going to review uh, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Yes. Uh, and, uh, you we're got gonna... a 50-50 chance of guessing which one now. Place your best. That's right. Your best. That's right. Uh, and then we're going to uh, talk a little bit about a, uh, a topic that uh, I just want to throw out there, just because it's uh, a, good, uh, a good talking point, a good, uh, a good uh, debating uh, tool, uh, you know, if you want to talk uh, over with your friends and see where you want I wanna... don't even know what is and i know he's wrong uh i i object <laughs> this uh, is not a court of law. you are out of order not, we not, are all i, I know you out went to lawyer order. school but not, not a court of law out of order this whole damn room is out of order this is also not a military tribunal but i think i did a good though yeah i'm like I, yeah i'm glad i did it <laughs> and i hope they burn in hell close, merry christmas oh, okay. oh, well. <laughs> that's my own take my addition to the the classic Samuel L. Jackson monologue. No, we're going to shape up and get serious here on you for a second, though. Yeah, we got to move. Uh, yeah, trying to keep it short. Yeah, we are not here to uh, 
mess around. We gagging really on are, any lollies? Yeah, we're, no, we're not gagging. Uh, we're not lollies <laughs> gagging. We're not. We're not even uh, messing with that. No, we want to do a quick little short brief uh, show, uh, and we don't want to take up much of your time. We know that uh, there's the holiday, but we didn't want to just not say anything before the end of the year. That would just be. Uh, abnormal. Well, like I said, too many movies. We gotta, we gotta start now. Otherwise, we'll have a seven episode comeback. Yeah, and I don't want to do that. No. We did that last year. It was tough. Well, we had two. Yeah, but uh, anyways, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and start with this. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say there's a topic uh, that uh, is a good for a debate. And uh, we're not going to get into a huge debate. I just want to hear uh, J-Rod's thoughts on it. And if any of you have thoughts and you want to let me know, uh, you can email either me or J-Rod at uh, HowSimpSeesIt.com, and we will get that info. Uh, and then we'll be more than happy to talk about it on the show. So uh, Rogue One, uh, as we talked about uh, famously or infamously, however you want to look at it, used... Uh, an actor that had been dead for 20 years in Peter Cushing's um, Grand Mall Talk- Tarkin. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the question is, you know, is it, does it cross a line and is it creepy? Uh, or as I like to put it, uh, I like it like this. Uh, uh, is it a slippery slope or is it cutting edge? Mm-hmm. Uh, because... Okay, sure, you did it with him. They've done it with Paul Walker to an extent, not like this. Right. Uh, you know, in it the. It was a different situation, yeah, in, obviously. In the Furious Seven. But the, you know, the technique was still used. Yeah. Uh, and this, it was damn near seamless. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, uh, very hard to spot, as I said, at least in a first viewing due to the overwhelmingness, uh, of the awesome new just, Star what the Wars. Fuck was happening? Yeah, you're just like, this is great, everything's great, oh my god, it's great, his <laughs> lips are weird, I don't care! <laughs> uh, you know, um, so, uh, I, I personally, I have, uh, a thought on each side, and, uh, I, there was a buddy of mine too, cause I post this on Facebook just, uh, among some of my own friends too. And, uh, I, I'm of the mindset that I, I don't, I don't mind it. Uh, a, a buddy of mine, Rob, brought up a good point that as long as there's no r- real life human actor that's getting screwed out of, you know, union pay or anything right. like that for being the stand in or what have you, um, you know, as long as everybody's getting, uh, their fair representation and pay, uh, including probably the family of the person they're, they're using. Um, right. Again, I don't know. But, um, you know, I think that that's cool as long as it's done in a tasteful and a way that will not, uh, a way that directly affects the plot or a sequel that's already in place. Like, say it was, like in this situation, a prequel yeah. of sorts, you know what I mean, to a movie of many years ago. Um you know, I, I personally think that's okay. My my only argument that I can personally see with it is that um, because another thing that was brought up uh, was you know um, motion actors, uh, you know Andy Serkis and Lupita Nyong'o. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know they they the motion capture. Yeah, they get a lot of their performances in, but are never seen per se. Uh, less so with with Andy Serkis uh, because of the he just how hands on he is. But mm-hmm. um, in in a specific example to um, Lupita Nyong'o's uh, um, Maz uh, from uh, The Force Awakens, um, if you were to bring an actor back, uh, the actor that is deceased, so we'll just say Peter Cushing, mm-hmm. um, say they brought him back. There is no 
way to tell uh, because there's no actual feedback if the actor would like the work that's being done with his image post grave i guess well, you know what i mean because um, he has no actual say yeah but in how he'd does be own his estate he was True. an actor i'm sure that his estate is still a thing and still managed by people there are still royalties being earned by his movies mm-hmm. you think he still has like a guy that like look like that was his agent that like looks out for him it's or some kind of shit that or? represents the family or whoever he put in charge of his estate in his will uh-huh um and I imagine they would have to be consulted, otherwise there would be major lawsuits, especially with the Star War, because you know sure. you're going to get paid. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and it, you might actually have a justifiable cause. But I think, you know, I'm generally with you in this camp. They needed to bring back a specific character in a specific point in time in the storyline. They couldn't cast him younger and recast a, a live actor today. They needed that dude at that age with that voice. At right. that time. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, um, and, yeah. Th- you know, that situation is the same with Paul Walker. Um, yeah. A different set of circumstances, but the situation inherently is the same. Yeah, we could either pay a fair chunk of money to digitally... the whole fucking yeah, thing. Or, or we'd have to do the whole thing over, and that's going to yeah. cost hundreds of millions of dollars at least mm-hmm. you know a good chunk of it so uh, yeah i think rob and i know rob too as long as it's the same guy I'm thinking oh yeah of, uh-huh. um uh you know i i agree with his sentiment as well as long as you're not like casting cgi you know there's a, a fine line there too what's the difference between a cgi movie and people playing voice actors uh, yes um it is a little different because you're taking someone's specific image so like if you wanted to bring back robin williams to star in a robin williams movie now that he's been dead for a couple of years or however yeah. long it's been that would be a different thing yeah and that's the line right uh which the slippery slope now, assumingly could lead to if people get if you needed to bring robin williams back to do i don't know one of the characters from one of the many movies he was in i can't i'm having drawing like yeah but, but no I, I see what you're saying or something yeah, I know what you're saying, yeah. though. Uh, where it, where it's more, his, it's his more about character, the character than it is the actor. Yeah, his character is integral to right. what you're going to And you, see. we've all seen that, especially, well, maybe not all of us if you're young enough, but those of us who are of an age could remember when that would happen and people would have to get recasted and the movie would be yeah. different. It, yeah, and inherently. It would be the same. Yeah. Uh, and they're, they've been getting a little more bold and bold with it, but this is the biggest, um, I might be so bold as to have an entire performance. One of the better performances of the movie, uh, is, uh, you know, um, it, that's a thing versus like, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh, and, and the Paul Walker situation, which right. was small snippets, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and done in time. I, and I think I told that story last week a little bit about, um, uh, or during the live cast about the, the story that Sean Bean tells um in the 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 what is it the two towers no it's a fellowship of the ring um he's he was put in a scene and during the commentary oh, yeah. mm-hmm. he he bursts in like out of nowhere and says yeah i wasn't there that day they shot that yeah it's like when uh there's a scene that leonardo dicaprio and margot roby in the uh, wolf of wall street are in the same room together seemingly and mm-hmm. she is uh, being sexually provocative to him uh-huh and he is uh, having a time with it, and they were not even on set the same day. There, there was in Sin City. Remember, uh, Mickey Rourke had a full-out fight with Elijah Wood. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. didn't meet until the premiere of the movie, right? Because they did not fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's about, all about camera angles. Yeah, and it's really crazy. You're like, bullshit, they did. No. Nope. <laughs> That's nope. straight from the source of the Blu-ray commentary, mm-hmm. folks. Uh, it's pretty crazy stuff. Also a great tortilla recipe. In yeah, the, really in good. Those, yeah. yeah, Robert Rodriguez does that. He has mm-hmm. ranchos, uh, or, or what Huevos is it? Rancheros. Huevos Rancheros in one of them, too. Mm-hmm. I believe uh, that was the Desperado. I could be wrong. From Dust Till Dawn. Oh, maybe. maybe. Yeah, one of the two, anyways. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to kind of throw that out there because it is a good question. And I guess now that Hollywood has found a way to be uh, seamless with it. I don't know how many movies can afford it because uh, what what Star Wars did was extensive. Yeah, but that's why you need to draw the line now because someday it'll be cheap enough you and I will be able oh, yeah. to do it at home. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, here's a picture of someone off the Internet. I'm going to create a full digital restoration of their person. That Yeah. yeah and use it. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, it's just what you got to find. They got to figure out where they're going to be able to go with it, and they got to figure it out soon. Otherwise, it's gonna. It could. Hollywood is greedy enough to try to make uh, a Robin Williams movie happen from mm-hmm. beyond the grave, if where they he is. They could make money. Yeah, they if they thought they would be able to make a good money and market it as a new Robin Williams movie. Yeah, uh, with new characters, new characters yeah. and new portrayals of, mm-hmm. of things, and it's Robin Williams. Good Morning Vietnam Two, or something. yeah, and it's Robin Williams' voice, and yeah. it's you know, it's like what? I'm actually, you know, uh, it's yeah, crazy. I'm actually listening to a podcast which deals with something of that very uh, kind of question. It's, interesting. It's quite interesting. It's a fictional radio drama. It's quite good. I intend to talk about it when we come back. Oh well, there you go. So I haven't finished it yet. Oh, okay. Well, uh, so that's all the main uh, uh, focal points I'm going to touch on. We're going to go ahead and give you those reviews we talked about. Now we get a little lovely transition music. As we were talking about, we were trying to think of what would be a really good transition song that most people would be like, oh, and uh, I thought of the perfect one because every Christmas, I usually have to ask J-Rod, I'm like, man, what the hell is that Stevie Wonder Christmas mm. song? And I'm like, how's that go again? Uh, it goes a little something like this and you will all instantly recognize it. I would be willing to bet approximately nothing at all. Here we go. I'll tell you what, is that not the catchiest thing you ever did here? That is a Stevie Wonder tune, after all. Yeah. Uh, Stevie Wonder, pretty good at the music. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Knows a thing or two about songs. So uh, so what are we doing here? Well, we got a couple reviews for you because it's a busy week. There's lots of stuff out, and we can at least give you a handle on two of the bigger releases of the Christmas batch. Uh, and that is Passengers and Assassin's Creed. Yeah. So let's just... Uh, should I get the unpleasantness out of the way first? Yeah, that's up to you. It's your unpleasantness. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's our unpleasantness. <laughs> I think uh, it is, but you seem time. to be more on fire about well, it than me this I just, time. Yeah, we're just going to get in there. Okay, so Assassin's Creed, a lot of people are hyped for it, and when I posted something, people were like, oh, are you kidding me, man? You Are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, sadly, no, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not. Now, I've talked to... Uh, quite a bit of people who have saw it 
and we're like seen. uh seen it and we're like uh nah ugh, nasty no good mm. I've seen Harumph. i've talked to two people who've seen it that were like yeah i liked it i'm like oh god so oh, oh. i'm not gonna say that you're not gonna like this movie but i'm gonna say this is a fundamentally flawed film mm. from the first five minutes you know this film is not gonna be good yeah um really weird yeah it's not it's, somebody uh, uh wrote uh, uh, a comment too because i, I again i posted uh, that it's a really bad movie mm-hmm. and uh somebody was like because uh, i talked about the writing and, and he posted he's like yeah i had a feeling it might be bad when they were like and this is a line from the movie it's not spoilery but it's a line from the movie yeah we traced his bloodline back a hundred years to the assassin's creed <laughs> and it's like you know they don't call themselves the Assassin's Creed, like right? Like yeah. it's never once is the words Assassin's Creed actually ever uttered in any That's Assassin's right. it's Creed game. Just simply ever. Assassins. It's, yeah. yeah, I mean, come on. We are the Assassins. Yeah, but not in this movie because the writers have probably never fucking played this game. Yeah, or uh, any of them. They did this movie a huge disservice uh, because this movie has the subject material. To be one of the greatest stories I've ever seen. Shit, it was and is one of the greatest stories I've ever seen. Just in part two video game cutscenes alone. Yeah. I mean, that shit <laughs> was awesome. Yeah. So you think, okay, first off, Assassin's I mean, Creed. I mean, are th- pretty much through Ezio's. Yeah. One of the most incredible storylines ever. Phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and you can argue even the Ezio episodes past Assassin's Creed 2, but Assassin's Creed 2 in particular. Yeah. Uh, you say, what's the basis, uh, the, the mainstays, the stale horts of the Assassin's Creed? Uh, well, you go back from fucking time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you. Well, kind of, yeah. You, yes. You, uh, get to see real history with a fictionalized historical twist. Historical characters. Yes, with a, with a historical twist, which is something I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you get to see great kung fu fights with crazy, uh, you know, blades and hidden blades Axes and weapons and, and smoke bombs. Yeah, and... medieval, uh, things mm-hmm. of nature. Uh, and uh, let's, t- and when you think, okay, cool, that all makes up for a great movie. You, you're right, it does. And I question where the fuck was all that? Mm-hmm. Because, uh, if you're expecting dude to get in the am- animus and go back into uh, the olden days where the Assassin's Creed apparently, uh, was a gang, yeah. uh, you're going to be disappointed because he goes in there like three times. That's it. And then they often end with a fight sequence. They're that, usually pretty short. Well, yeah, and it ends with a fight sequence that tells no part of the story. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, we can't have it end without having an elaborate fight sequence. Let's have the fight sequence be six minutes long and just not really accomplish anything. And then he'll wake up from this animus yeah. in a in a generic as shit, direct from Deadpool superhero landing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even said it, and you commented right on it. I'm like, superhero landing, and you were like, maximum effort. And I'm like, <laughs> yep, because we were on the same page. Like, clearly, that was cheesed up. Yeah. Now, if you're pleasant, yeah. If you're ten to thirteen, oh yeah, you might be like, "This movie's fucking cool." But yeah, they we, strap him into the machine. And yeah, stuff. but like, that's okay if you're that age and think it's cool. But I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong if you're an adult and think it's cool because mm-hmm. the, every film is subjective. There's definitely going to be people that liked this where I didn't. I mean, and I've seen it, but I'm telling you. uh I don't, I don't know if it's because I went to school to learn about what makes film bad, but this is just like a textbook of everything that makes film bad. Yeah. It, it starts with its long-delayed 
uh, production. This movie was supposed to come out three years ago? Some, well, that's when it started, yeah. yeah that's or, when Michael Fassbender actually said, I'm actually making this movie. Yeah, and it was probably towards the height of its popularity, and Assassin's Creed's still very popular, but it, they didn't put a game out this year yeah. uh, on purpose, probably because of the movie or whatever, <laughs> but they didn't have that driving the thing up and getting the audience pumped back up again because Assassin's Creed's an eight-year-old franchise now. It's starting to lose a little bit of its fan base. Mm-hmm. Not everybody followed over to the next generation. Right. And then when they got there, there was so much to catch up on that they're like, meh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it's I just... Yeah, the, so... I, I mean, there's two running concor- concurrent storylines. <clears throat> Excuse me, which Sometimes is, three. Sometimes three, or more. Yeah. You know, they, they just keep throwing characters... And A whole slew of wasted characters. Yeah, and their problems... They, they throw their problems on the pile, but they don't really ever explain why it's important to know who they are and what they're doing there yeah. and stuff. It's all very forced drama. The, the meeting of... Um, What's his name? The general from Live, Die, Repeat, colon, The Edge of Tomorrow. Oh. Uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the character who killed Lindy, his mom. Brendan Gleeson. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. There's a big showdown there. Who I actually forgot was in it until you just said something yeah. because of the wastedness yeah, of the character. Yeah, a whole lot of great actors. Oh, I think, yeah. I think How you gonna the ha- original script for this movie was a lot better. Yeah. And then because it's my, really Michael Fassbender's first quote-unquote blockbuster style, shall and, we say. Maybe. And he is producing this, too, by the way. Yeah, it's He's his got movie. a lot of say in this. Yeah. Uh, but I think, I'm, I'm not sure about that. No? I'm actually not. Okay. Uh, uh, just the way it is, it feels like there's too many people going, you know, what you really need to do. Yeah, and nobody's saying no, so everybody's getting theirs, and it's yeah. just a movie of everybody getting their way, exactly. and, and nobody do, telling and a, a the, concise story. the story, story. Is what suffers. Yeah. Let me ask you two questions, and I know you know actually know the answers because you played the video games, although I don't, uh, you know, I'm a completionist, so, yes. and as you do more of the, like, collecting of things in these games, you learn more about the story. But A, um, what is the Apple, where is it from? Uh well in, in the movie uh, do they ever in the tell movie you? fuck no okay they in don't. the movie um it's uh, just a thing a mythical thing of that yeah it just that, that exists. the bad guy's gonna do something with yeah right? they don't give you they don't tell you where how or why they expect you to know yeah uh and, and, they, I, they, and they do drop things in there well this it's, it's a word. They know? started telling you about the that, the Apple what in the first ep- or the first game, right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. The so whole- you're talking eight years ago mm-hmm. is where your introductory was from that. A yeah. refresher would be nice. Well, not uh, only that, but because- people who haven't played the games. Well, there's that, too. Yeah, and that's going to be the majority of people, because although this was a very popular gaming series, I don't think the average moviegoer is going to have played these games at least in depth enough to really know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I was. I I played the shit out of the games, not not to the extent that you do, but I've played them a lot and beat almost all of them, and it's it really couldn't have come in a more... Uh, ironic uh, time in in the movie but uh michael fassbender's character uh, at one point says what the fuck is going on and then i go as a movie watcher i'm like at the time going yes michael fassbender what the fuck is going on which if they had then gone to explain it would have been a really great moment in the movie yeah they did not. Instead, they just it kind of kept going from They're there. They're just like, <laughs> you'll see. Yeah. Will I? There needed to be an origin story of some kind. Yeah. We needed, like, did you, Michael Fassbender even know he was an assassin? I don't even know. 
Yeah. Uh, maybe at the end they think he did. And so now they're officially assassins because they were assassins in the past, even though no one knows them. They haven't gone yeah. through any of the initiation rituals. Like, what's going on here? And yeah, and, and how, I know I'm getting real nitpicky there, but seriously, well, though, it all happens way too easy is the point. And how the hell are you going to have fucking Omar from The Wire in your show and you're going to throw him away? Like, seriously. How are you going to do that? The last three to make it. Yeah, but, but did Kate Mara's in this fucking movie? I was just, just about to say, you got somebody who was in the Fantastic Four kicking ass. And oh, we The didn't Martian? Even, uh, yeah. Iron Man 2? Yeah, we didn't even know that she was in it because she wasn't billed. We figured uh, it fucking yeah, out. Yeah, and then we were like, that looks like Kate Mara, but it can't be because her like, name would have been over finally. it. And then she, yeah, and then I was like, it is Kate Mara. Uh, and you didn't see her name until the credits. No. I'm like, damn. And she really had nothing to do with the story. No, uh, no, she didn't no. at all. Neither did freaking Omar from the wire right. uh, but i mean he's he's famous enough because everybody's like oh that's omar from the wire but like not kate fucking mara that is an uh, award-nominated actress mm-hmm. uh you know uh for real and you're House not even cards. gonna showcase her her she was damn near in blackface and i don't mean blackface is the racist way i mean blackface is in like straight black yeah, like the, tied into the darkness yeah and not type. only that they did have like facial tattoos and stuff yeah and the movie as you pointed out yeah. was incredibly dark so it was hard to see anybody it face. was dark as shit Which, uh, as we've mentioned before does uh, greatly affect the the 3d yeah so, the 3d is non-existent so mm-hmm. we'll say that so th- and this is really the biggest tell that i could say about the movie and it speaks volumes to to this. It's the and I'll and I'll end this and we'll move on from there. Is that um, there? You go to a movie and say you're going to say, okay, cool. I'm going to see the Assassin's Creed. I'm going to spring for the 3D. You're at uh, we'll call it thirteen dollars, mm-hmm. and then you're like, I'm going to get myself some corn. I already have a bucket. Uh, cost me four fifty to refill the bucket, and I'm going to give myself. I'm going to treat myself to a large soda. I got a badass Star Wars cup. I want that cup because <laughs> that movie was badass. So I'm going to do that. You're looking at about a $25 price tag for yourself to get a large drink, a large corn, and some 3D fun entertainment. And it's the, you know, Christmas week, you're off work, you know, hey, all right, cool. This guy came in, uh, we were in there, and there was another guy. That's it. And and then the guy, (laughs) about an hour into the movie, the motherfucker gathered his stuff, got up and left, and I think he came back. He did, he came back. Oh, he came back. He did, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, he was gone for a good while. He was while. gone for I at did, least I, 30 minutes, I though. I did think he was out of there. Yeah, I thought he was gone. I didn't even know he came back, yeah, so I didn't even did. see him come back. Uh, that says everything to me. If you're willing to spend that kind of money, and you can just leave and go be gone for that while and come back, I don't even know why he came back. It was a good long back, while, though. It was like 10 I mean, minutes. Uh, let's just I don't know say if he had to make a phone call to babysitter or what. I don't know. But. I just don't, We could tell that the dude just wasn't digging it because he made nary a sound uh, in there, well, good or bad. We made lots of sounds, but there, none of them were good. No. Uh, and I don't think that this guy was digging it at all. Yeah. Oh, uh, here's another question. Why was it important that he synchronize or not? Because they never really explained it. They just kept talking about it. You see what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, I do. And in the game, that's you got to make sure that... Uh, well, you know, for you got to synchronize. Otherwise, you got to get taken out of the animus. They never really explained. And also, to the average moviegoer, why didn't they just start him at the point that, that the thing happened and they could figure it out right away and be done with it yeah. they never explained because <laughs> because you have to synchronize to get to that moment yes, no they, they they're like we don't need all that yeah, <laughs> yeah. exposition yeah what 
Now, uh, who needs exposition yeah. in an action movie? I right? think that this movie was basically wrote by studio executives' cool ideas. Yeah, after it was written by probably people who knew the game really well. Yeah, they're like, "That's cool, but fuck this eagle vision. Let's just we're gonna skip the eagle vision. We'll give you, we'll let you keep the eagle jump. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but these people have to fight these people in order for this scene to end. Why? Because it looks cool." Don't yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, well, that doesn't advance the story. We know, Bob. Shut it up or you're going to lose your job. Uh, all right. Okay. There it is. And I think that's what happened to most of this movie. It, it yeah. is bad. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go on record with it. This is the worst movie I have seen in 2016. Well, save the worst for last. Huh? Yeah. Uh, the worst movie. Let me repeat that. This movie, Assassin's Creed. We, Me and J-Rod have seen some straight shite. <laughs> this year uh we have we've we've heard people talk about not getting chunks of their life back <laughs> from movies that we've seen uh and we didn't disagree per se uh but this that all comes down to this that was two hours you feel every minute of that two hours i checked my watch uh a lot yeah. and i was like this is still going this is still going it's, it's happening. Yeah. yeah, it's long. It's not good. I award it a half a star, uh, and may God have mercy on your soul. I wish I could remember that whole thing. Yeah, I know. Uh, and, and I'm not going to say that you're not going to like it. I'm just going to say this, that I, it's lazy filmmaking, and, it, and some people will uh, find enough about it to like. But really, it's just a giant movie of fluff with no substantial yeah. payoff. And the real disappointment is it's a great story if you follow the original material yeah. about the origin of man, the origin of free will, what mm-hmm. these artifacts do, why they're there, and yeah. who is being manipulated by what. I think that's the biggest uh, the thing that makes me so mad is that this could have been so good. Uh, like out of all the video games that you could ever make, there's two that have such a killer story mm. that it shouldn't even have to even you right. shouldn't even have to work I hard. Know exactly what two you're talking about? I guarantee you do. It's Bioshock and motherfucking Assassin's Creed. That's right. Like the the game's story writes itself. Yeah. Just do what the game did and make it movie form mm-hmm. because that was badass. Yeah. So. Uh, there is a Bioshock movie in development. It's you know, it's been in development it's, forever. Yeah, it's it's been there for years. Uh, they always they never seem to get the video game movies right. They just they always have a hard time with it. So well, they you know that happened with comic book movies for years, and yeah. now they finally figured it out. At least most of them. Yeah. So uh, you know, it'll come, it'll come, but they're gonna fuck up some great stories while they do it. That's yeah, the problem. The uh, the the rest of the critics were at about a twenty percent with Assassin's Creed, and I I'm a little bitter, so I give it a ten percent <laughs> because I will tell you this: there's three things that it that it that it gets right. It gets right the look of mm. the the video game, mm. uh, like the costumes, the the blade, and the uh, the movement. Uh, the the parkour type, the climbing up and down on the on the roofs to move around. It all looked very good. It looked authentic to right. gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the the final thing is that it made me say, "Oh man, I haven't beat the most recent Assassin's Creed yet, and that's a way cooler story." I'm gonna <laughs> go home and fire my Assassin's Creed back up because I I needed to wash that bad taste out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. So it made me want to play Assassin's Creed again. Um so yeah, not good. Uh on the flip side, um I'm going to talk about another movie real quick a, a lot a lot quicker because 
there's not much to tell. Um, the, another movie that's getting tore up is one that we were quite excited for here on the uh, the podcast, oh, yeah. and that is The Passengers. Uh, and I'm not. Uh, maybe it's because I I read the, I did not read the reviews of Assassin's Creed. I had not seen any early talk on it, so mm-hmm. I went in there blind, thinking it was going to be great. And then there was, of course, I did not the, think it was going to be great, but I did not think I was going to see that piece of. Crap. Yeah, uh, I I thought it would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was Passengers, where I have heard was awful. It was at like a twenty yeah. percent. It wasn't and doing it was well, 30. and then it moved up to thirty, and then. Uh, I was like, ooh, that's rough, but I'm still going to see it because I love Chris Pratt. I love Jennifer Lawrence. I think those two are very watchable, likable people. And uh, I like sci-fi. So. It's an actor's movie as yeah. well. And, and sci-fi, I, I dig it. So I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. And uh, perhaps because my expectations were low, I really enjoyed Passengers. I thought it was a pretty fun watch. I knew when that story was being a little goofy, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it gets a pass. It's sci-fi. It, you know, uh, it's not not a pass, I should say, but it's it. There's some scriptural. There's some scriptural fudges mm. that would just if because if it, if it needed to answer my question about it, it would take way too long to explain. Yeah, and it might not even matter because it's theoretical. Some of my questions, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and it's because of the environment they're in. Uh, I already knew the answers to my questions in Assassin's Creed, and they didn't get them right. I'm like, that's not Assassin's Creed. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. But this one, I was like, hmm, okay. Well, they glossed over. It. Yeah, I'm not going to think about that. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? And that does it does it does make. Um, that's why I'm going to say, you know, it's not a perfect movie, but and that it does get some subtracted for that. But it is uh, very likable, uh, and and it's a hard movie to 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 make to where. You have to be charismatic to pull it off. It's a, a, a little bit of castaway to it. Uh, the pod opens, uh, and it's Chris Pratt, and uh, he is on the ship. Um, and he's like, this is uh, crazy. Something happens. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to get into the whole thing. I don't want to be spoilery. And then uh, Chris Pratt has the existential uh, question of the whole thing, which is really kind of cool because it's really a deep question for such a simple action and that is do i wake up another passenger due to my soul crushing loneliness uh to be with me while i am on the ship but if i do that this person's going to die with me because you can't reverse the process mm-hmm. so you have that that crisis that that existential you know uh yeah. i don't know if I would or if I could, or I don't know if the loneliness would get to me and make my crazed out, you know, lone, lonesome mind go. Yeah, you know? and here's where I think this movie really failed, uh, as it, it, which is in the marketing. Because they marketed it as a mystery, as a thriller, as kind of a The Shining on a spaceship. Yeah, and really. it's not that. Yeah. No, it's really not. This is a love story. Let me just go ahead and tell they you that. They even have the fucking creepy robotic bartender. Yeah, he, yes, <laughs> they do. Uh, this is, yeah, he's cool too, by the way. Oh, cool. Uh, but uh, no, this is a, this is a, a romance. It's in a modern setting and it's not your traditional and i think that's kind of cool because i don't usually go in for romance movies all that often but uh if they're in my element sure but this is not how this movie was marketed to me that is not even what i thought i was going to see but it didn't make me mad because i still thought it was good i actually thought it was better uh than what i thought it was going to be when i walked in thinking it would be this mystery type 
thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, instead, I'm like, these two are very charismatic and watchable, and I am compelled by the choices that they have to make in the situations that they're put in. And it's there. These are extraordinary, extraordinary situations and extraordinary choices that must be made. A, a, a simple thing f- for me and, and J Rod to make a decision of, or whatever. But nobody's going to care whether we choose to eat uh, bacon or or uh, eggs, for mm-hmm. example. But uh, up there, uh, literally, the food uh, has a lot to do with uh, what uh, the. It's hard to say because I don't want to get into the spoilery thing of it, but when I say eggs and bacon, there's an actual moment in the movie where, you know, your food is, well, you'll see when you see it, Mm. if you see it. Mm. And if not, you can email me at the, uh, (laughs) you know, the house him sees it. So, uh, does it mean, uh, it was, uh, super good and you're going to give it, uh, five stars and, you know, uh, 90, 80%? No, 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 no. But, it is a lot better than the 20 or 30% that it's landed on on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know what the final number is, but uh, I, I personally, for my enjoyment and for my enjoyment of the movie of the genre, I rate it way higher. I'm at like, I'll give, I'll be, I'll be conservative and say 70, but I was in a good mood, so I'm at like 75%. Audience is not good on it. The Metacritic is low. Last I saw it was like 27%. Uh, and the last I knew the Rotten Tomatoes was at like 30, maybe 32, something like that. Uh, 31. 31. So pretty close. And then the audience, did it come up from 27? Uh, I have to click to find that out. Well, I, I suggest you do. 68. See, and I said 70. So boom, yeah. uh, right on. Uh, my numbers are pretty close. So. Yeah, and I did not know those numbers before. Uh, I'm just, that's an honest reaction from. That's what he says, people. Yeah, that's right. Uh, That's an honest reaction from what I got out of Passengers. And it's funny, too, because I looked over at Anna, and as soon as the credits came on, I looked over and I was like, that's not that bad of a movie at all. I don't understand why everybody's so all about it, you know? Uh, And she's like, no, I wasn't mad at all. She liked it, too. So. It's not the greatest movie we've ever seen. I don't expect to be them see them nominated for an Oscar for Passengers. Yeah, essentially, you know. is um, their chemistry even their chemistry isn't enough to overcome the fatally flawed story. Well, the- that's just it, though. When you're talking about a flawed story, it's a f- flawed story about a theoretical situation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's flawed, but you you don't know because it's not ever happened. Uh, in a Mm. sense you know what i'm saying it's hard to say that it's a flawed story when it's something so mediocre uh, thrill ride outright there's no thrills it's not a thrilling it's not thrilling okay it's not that it's a it's a romance let me be clear about that thank event horizon only less romantic no event horizon scared the shit out of me when i was a kid Uh, not a kid but a teenager uh and still kind of creeps me the fuck out this movie is a romance it's a romance with a sci-fi twist. Um, I can't say it any plainer than that, but it's pretty cool at the same time. Uh, don't don't believe the hike said uh, or the hype said Chuck D. Uh, yeah, he did, and uh, he's right. You know what I mean. So yeah, that's where I landed on it. Seventy percent. I was in a good mood, so I'll say seventy-five. But really, is about a seventy. 
And uh, just don't overthink it. You're going to see a movie about people in outer fucking space traveling 120 years to live on a different planet. Let's not overthink that, shall also, we? that's probably not that far into the future. No, it's probably not. But let's the just say... freezing isn't really possible at this moment, but the travel is. Yeah, and I'm just saying, let's not overthink this yeah. here. This is not interstellar. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, dude did not consort with NASA and fucking <laughs> literal rocket fucking science, you know. Uh, Christopher Nolan does that because that's the kind of movies that he makes and that's why he is one of the greatest filmmakers of all time. Uh, And you said, probably a little crazy. Mm. (laughs) You know? Yeah, I'm not saying he's James Cameron, but there's a scale for sure. Yeah, and he makes brilliant movies. Uh, This is, you don't need to, to, to get everything right to enjoy a cool outer space movie. You know, Star Wars had some problems too with its accuracy, we'll say. Mm. Uh, not, not Rogue One, but it, it did have a couple of little things, but, you know, it's like watching a Star Wars and going, (laughs) Uh, that Death Star would not shoot at that, and if it did, uh, it would destroy things a lot would not quicker. Be green. You totally know, it would, would to- the refraction of the refractor of the Johnson rod of the second of the twenty third quadrant would make sure that the light was red. So this movie clearly does not know what the fuck it's talking about. You, you know what I'm saying? I do. Just when you make your arguments, believe, know what you're arguing I for. The layman would call that nitpicking. Yeah, just know what you're arguing for. Really, this is a movie about people Justice. sleeping in outer fucking space that get woke up and have to figure out what they got to do. Do you want to see that or not? I thought it sounded kind of cool. Regardless of what the critics said, I still went and saw it, and I was damn glad I did. Yeah, I'm still going with the marketing is what kills this movie. It, I, it I is. Don't, I, I'm probably because the critics watch all the trailers, and in the trailer it made it seem like it was a mystery. They it woke did. up early. What's going on? How are they going to get out of this? Yeah. Who is working against the... Who did this to Something them? sabotaging the ship. Who right. is doing it? Is it a ghost? Right. Is it a space demon? What the... You know... Mm. You know... Uh, just go into it with the mindset that you're going to go and, and see a movie that's really not a thrill ride. Uh, it's really more about how are these two people going to cope with some truly awful shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And uh, I was very surprised. It had a two-hour runtime, the same as Assassin's Creed. Uh, Assassin's Creed felt so Oh, long. my God, it felt like five there hours. three beginnings and, like, two different endings. Yeah, uh, and then when I watched Passengers, I was like, it's over. Oh, okay, cool, that was a breeze. Uh, let me go watch the good movie now, Assassin's <laughs> Creed. And, boy, uh, I thought I was going to leave seeing two great films and have great reviews. And instead, I have a pretty good review for Passengers and a, a warning oh. for Assassin's Creed. Yeah, however, people like the Assassin's Creed, says the audience score. Really? Seven. Really? 73 to me. I am blown away by that. Yeah. I mean, again... I'm surprised anybody could follow it. It was so goddamn confusing. Again... Maybe maybe that's their trick. They're doing a Trump thing. They just keep confusing you enough that by the end of it, you're like not sure what really happened. You're like, I think I like that. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but those fight scenes were cool. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, again, the film is subjective. You might love Assassin's Creed, but uh, I'm going low on this one. And it's rare when I'm the one that's going low. Usually J-Rod is like, uh, yeah, he didn't, uh, impress me much, uh, cause he's, uh, you know, he's got a different set of, uh, qualifiers than I do. Uh, but, uh, none of mine were met in this movie, and I might even have hated it more than J-Rod. 
uh, for once. Oh my god. I'm sorry, I'm just scrolling through the reviews. At one point, even Fassbender character remarks, what the F is going on? Whoa! Finally some truth in art. Well, there it is! Yeah. Oh, uh, that just means that we here on the podcast are smart folks, because <laughs> uh, we point out things that others see too. So, <laughs> uh, Simon Murado, I think, is how you say that? Well, uh, good on you, Simon. From because the Student Eagle. Because uh, I said the same fucking thing. <laughs> you did, uh, like 10 minutes <laughs> Yeah, the exact same thing. Uh, I even said that when we left the theater. I'm like, Fassbender asked us, because he didn't know, and I didn't have an answer to give him. So, Anyways, that is uh, the couple reviews that we had for you. We hope that you have uh, an awesome Christmas, even if you missed, like, even if you're even listening if you to this. celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, happy non-traditional holiday uh, party uh, tree. Non-denominational uh, holiday mix. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, happy Kwanzaa, inclusive. happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas. Uh, Ramadan? No, you know, that's in the summer. Uh, yes. Uh, is it? I think so. Okay. Um, but no, uh, we just wanted to come on here, uh, pop on a, a little about for uh, these Christmas movies that are on Onslaught coming out. Uh, I'm going to see at least another one this weekend. Uh, when we come back, though, we hope to get into some of our Oscar uh, viewings. La La Land did not come out no. this week, so we're going to have to wait to see that. Uh, but I hope... I just can't wait. I really am excited. Uh, right now, my biggest excitement for 2017, not counting down the line. I'm talking for, what are you most excited about at the start of the year? Mm. And for me, in entertainment, mm-hmm. it's the founder. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm excited for. Oh, okay. I'm excited for me some motherfucking Michael Keaton. Yeah. Uh, playing some Ray Kroc and seeing some McDonald's uh, fighting that's around good, the world. That's a good pick. I'm not sure I could beat it. Yeah. Uh, and it's got freaking Nick Offerman in there being awesome, mm-hmm. being all Swanson with it and shit, and his brother, you know, and you got Michael Keaton, a wolf in the hen house, and they let him in. Damn it. Can't wait to see it. What Anything you're looking forward to uh, at the start of the oh, year? Oh, gee, not off the top of my head. I have to look at something. What uh, about that Ben Affleck movie, That Live by Night? Uh, that does look interesting. You, I haven't really seen much about that, though. It looks pretty good. Let me see if I can pull up a quick uh, coming soon here. You think the Cranston movie is going to be good with the Franco? You've been a kind of a component against it a little bit. I just think it'll be more formulaic. Yeah. It could surprise me because of the actors in it, but mm-hmm. I think it'll be kind of, you know, how we felt about the Christmas comedies this year it'll be yeah, yeah it'll be all right you know yeah. watch it the one time maybe twice yeah not like not like last year though yeah. I, I really liked that night before that was a really great movie yeah yeah you know uh, another interesting thing that i'm not holding my breath for but i am kind of interested to see how it turns out is that split the m night Shyamalan oh, yeah. thing. i thought that came out this year but it it didn't uh, uh january 20th I, yeah i'm looking forward to that too great trailers yeah really good the first one uh was enough mystique and mystery to go what the fuck is going on mm-hmm. here then he showed you a little bit more in the second one with the actually picking up the girls and getting in the car car yeah you know and the multiple personalities yeah and then you kind of got a little more of a feel for it and uh this happens every time uh Shyamalan puts out a film is that uh i don't know what's going on at first i'm like this looks cool what yeah. the hell this is whoa what is that and then it's like the seventh film from midnight Shyamalan, and i'm like oh son of a bitch mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah so you done went and said the one thing that made me go well now i don't want to see it as much but uh, this one doesn't have that feeling for me. Oh. I I actually liked his last That's one. That's right. 
Uh, I'm going to go off the wall here. My pick is David Brent, Life on the Road. David Brent is the character from The Office, the European, the, uh-huh. the English, the British office. Yeah. Ricky, Ricky Gervais. Gervais, yeah. Yeah, and so he's doing a movie about that guy and what he's been up to since The Office. Are you ended. serious? Yep. That's next year? February 10th. How about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, I think we might even get... Some new, uh, uh, new, uh, what we do in the shadows. I don't know if it's this year or or 2018. I don't know. The gold is January 27th. Okay. Why, you know, I still have my reserves about that. It's been pushed back twice now. So, yeah, uh, it came out of nowhere. (laughs) Yeah, it came out of nowhere, pushed back twice. I don't, you know, the first trailer I saw for it was supposed to be a week before it came out. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and then the next week I saw a trailer. It didn't come out, and now think, it says into January. I think January. that was probably a typo. Some, like that was the original trailer, and then they pushed <laughs> it back and didn't realize that yeah. the trailer still said they're, to separate. They're like gold coming this Christmas. A network executive spits out his coffee. <laughs> Wait, the fuck, Janet, get in there. It was his cola because remember he was on his first date yeah, with his wife at the movie right. theater. Janet from accounting, how does this happen? Oh, she doesn't give a about fuck. The Great Wall. Oh boy. Uh, God. Yeah, the He's movie too, about Asian lore with, with a, a lot of white folk in it. <laughs> yeah, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, this it, is the first war I've it's ever like, seen. Like, it's worth fighting. You're like, okay, cool. I can understand. Okay, maybe Matt Damon is visiting. No, I think uh, they're prisoners, and uh, they they volunteer to help fight the war that's going on outside the prison. I think fair cool. enough, I guess, but uh, that's a lazy fight, way to write it. February 17th. Oh, the teacher movie? Yeah, yeah that looks Q pretty good. And, uh, what's his you know, name? we like Charlie Kelly up in here. Yeah, Power Rangers, March 24th. Or Charlie Day. Yeah, the cal- <laughs> That's January yeah, 4th, by the way. After you get through February, the calendar starts thinning out, so they'll fill that back up. The uh, January 4th, Although, always sunny, however, is back. There's a thing called Life, apparently coming out, starring um, Ryan Reynolds, Jake Gyllenhaal, Yeah, have you Rebecca seen the trailer Ferguson. for this? I have not. I have. Uh, it looks intriguing. It does. It does, and I haven't seen shit about it. Yeah, well done. And uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you overheard. And Logan too in March. Yeah, Logan Uh, in March. But uh, yeah, the and uh, then all the comic books start coming out in in May and 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 all that there. Yeah. Uh, No, yep. I had a. I I said something. March seventeenth, the Belco experiment. We talked that up a little bit ago. Yes, Mm -hmm. I will watch anything James Gunn related. I think that will be. Good, good, good. So uh, there is a lot of exciting things. That runs uh, it out through March, really. There's other things in there, but if you want to know, go fucking find it yourself. Yeah, you and the, uh, the biggest, though, uh, you know, as far as you, you, you shift away from the movies, you have uh, Always Sunny on January 4th. Mm, yeah. Back yeah. Uh, oh. for 10, 10 episodes One of more. debauchery. Beauty and the Beast, March 17th. Yeah, I think that's going to make... Uh, onslaught of money. <laughs> yes. Uh, I do not see how it could not. Yeah, and I just want to uh, end with this because this is crazy. Uh, Disney, the, the the company Disney, mm. uh, through its three properties this year, it's uh, Maui, uh, the the Star Wars Moana? Rogue One, or I'm sorry, yeah, Moana. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maui is the name of the the guy in Moana. Yeah, the Rock. Character. Yeah, uh, Moana. Uh, the Star Wars Rogue One and uh, the uh, Doctor Strange and Civil War. Uh, between those four films, Disney made $7 billion globally. That's pretty cool. Billion with a B, yeah. four movies in a calendar year. Just in the movies. Yeah. Think about everything else Disney's got their hands in. And that's just what they're getting from their films. That's a lot of stuff. It's like, God dang. Yeah. They can print money. 
they're richer probably than the United States. (laughs) (laughs) I laugh, but like they probably could be. Like they could be like, we could buy this country. No, (laughs) we're we're dealing in the trillions. They're dealing in the billions. It's a different level. However, Apple. Yeah. Yeah, Apple and Disney merge to They're, buy the world. Then you got a problem. Right. <laughs> uh, sponsored by Dr. Dre. <laughs> Beats. <laughs> That's right. And on that note, we're going to go ahead and use that note to beat it on out of here. Uh, see how I made that? Uh, I do. Segue in there. I do. Yeah, Michael Jackson beat it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's wearing that red jacket. Weird, Weird Al did made fun of it called Eat It. I already said I knew what you were talking about. Yeah, but you didn't know I was going to go Weird Al on you. I did not. Yeah, see? Uh, You zig, I zag right there. That's what you want to call it. (laughs) And that's why we make a great team. And this great team will be coming back to you in 2017. So you can mark it eight, dudes. This will be the last time that you hear our voices until next Sunday. Uh, Wait, not next Sunday. Yeah, no, next Sunday. Not the Sunday coming, but the one after. Right. When there have been well, there have been two holidays in between. Still, yeah. be not Christmas. These, not, next, not not Christmas Day Sunday. Yeah, not the next Sunday, but yes. next Sunday. Yes, yes. Not the next one sequentially, mm-hmm. the, but the one after. Mm. And we will come back hopefully with some goodness for you. And uh, truly, from uh, the bottom of my heart, uh, uh, and Jay Rods, I will presume to speak for him. And my heart, apparently. Yeah, we uh, we just do want to uh, say to any of our listeners, thanks for listening this year. It's been a great year on How Sim Sees It. We've had a lot of fun. We have a lot of great things in store for next year. Uh, we got a lot more uh, theater uh, appearances. We're going to be making lots of big movies, lots of blockbuster movies, and uh, we got our Oscar seasons coming up. We got a lot. It's our it's our uh, after Christmas. Uh, we have a little bit of a busy time uh, with yep. all the Oscars and we such, do. and then we'll hit another lull before before the summer hits. But uh, it's exciting, so we're looking forward to coming back as always with new content every week, uh, at least until t- it gets towards the end of the year. Uh, you know, and I figured it out. You know, we did really good. If you take fifty two weeks out of the year, we did like forty eight shows this year. So nice. Yeah. We only took like three weeks off. That's pretty good. Yeah, we're pretty tireless about it. So, <laughs> yeah. So we will be coming back each and every week with new content for all of yous because you guys are uh, the best for giving us a listen. So thanks. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. The Cubs are World Series champions. I don't know if I'll be able to say that uh, at the end of the next year, but uh, I'll say it now. Uh, and they're uh, tied with the Red Sox, I think, and in, in Vegas already. Are they really? Mm-hmm. Well, they should not be tied. They should be better than. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, on that note, yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, uh, all that stuff. Uh, we hope that it finds you well and that you uh, enjoy all the traditions that you enjoy to make your holiday a special one. And in case we don't see you, good morning, good afternoon, good night. As I walk through this wicked world Searching for light in the darkness of insanity Oh yeah, I ask myself Is a hope lost? Is there only pain and hatred and misery? And each time I feel like this inside There's one thing I want to know What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding?
what's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? And as I walk on through troubled times, my spirit gets so downhearted sometimes. Sometimes. So where are strong and who are the trusted? And where is the harmony, sweet harmony? Oh, oh, oh. And each time I feel it slipping away, it just makes me want to cry. What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? Oh, what's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? What's so funny about peace, love, and